0: From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke akery So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today.
1: Stay paid. Stay paid, man. Don't look I've been out on the sales floor. Oh yeah. man. I feel like like Arnold Schwarzenegger where it was like I'll be back and now I'm back. I'm back, baby. Back out on the sales floor. Ariel's like turning down the volume. and I am excited. I've been sitting with, you know... Oh, we had... I got to tell you guys about this clothes. Yeah. This is a freaking awesome clothes. I think I mentioned this to you the other day.
2: Whatever coffee you got, man. You guys always got so much energy. I need to I of
1: yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's Monster Energy Drink. I'm trying to get sponsored by them, Sean. I'm trying, oh, to, get, trying to get a sponsorship. <laughs> but listen to this close. This is awesome. So I have a, one of our best callers on the phone. I'm listening to him. He's on the phone with the real estate agent. It's a newer agent. And... The agent's joining a team. Yeah. And uh, I love this. And the agent goes, well, I love it. I think, you know, this is something that I'm probably interested in doing, but I'm newer. And goes, you know, but, and I want to talk to, you know, my new partner, basically, which is going to be kind of like a team lead for, for him. And so my my caller literally <laughs> goes, pulls up, what's the person's name? And pulls up the agent in our serum, goes, looks at it. it's like, oh, it's this lady. Oh, yes, the, uh, she's blonde, everything like that. It's like, oh, awesome. He goes... He's looking at the past notes that we have on this lady because she's been in the industry, I guess, for a while. He goes, all right, man, I'm just going to cut to the the chase with you. I'm just going to be real with you. And that's a great sales tip for everybody listening to this podcast right now. (laughs) Being direct in sales and not trying to sugarcoat things is how you close more deals. But he goes, I'm just going to be real with you right now. Your partner's going to say no to this. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't try to to sugarcoat anything. He's like, look, your partner's going to say no to this. He's like, I hope she doesn't. And I'm probably assuming here, and I wish that she would say yes to our product, but she's going to say no. And here's why: I say because we've been out to your office 13 times. She's been in the the industry for a while, like you've told me, and so she's heard about us. She's seen it before, and if she wanted to do it, she probably would have done it already. And so she's going to say no. And he goes, so so he goes, so let's just take that off the table right now and just say that's a no. Are you still? Would you still be interested in this? And would you still do this for your business? And the guy goes, you know what? I probably would. I actually, when he starts talking to him and he ends up signing the guy up, but it was amazing because you're just like most salespeople try to dance around the point and they're just like, you know, well, you yeah. know, I want you to be able to talk to your partner and I want to give you time to that, which is all good, but instead of just coming out with it and say, Hey, look, I'm going to be really, there's real like with a you.
0: whole negotiating yeah. tactic about like calling like, out the negative, correct, right? oh, yeah. calling out the negative yeah. right
1: there so get Call it out it. up front back. Yep. great. Uh, So good. Sign him up. So as you can tell, I'm fired up. I'm (laughs) out there listening to calls. And then also, I'm going to tell you guys another sales tip that I was telling one of my guys, Bobby, and Bobby is freaking awesome on the phone, so naturally talented. But I told Bobby, I said, Bobby, man, I I left the floor and you got soft, dude. I said, you just got soft. You're letting these people walk all over you. And I said, you know why I know that? I said, because you're not telling these people on the phone that, hey, look, I'm going to change your life. I said, if you can't approach things from that intensity where you're literally like, hey, I'm here to change your life. Like, you you want to do more deals in real estate? You better work with us. Like, I, I want to change your life. This is about helping you make more money, which will end up helping you live a life of freedom. If you're not preaching it from that perspective. So when you're not going at your clients like a real estate agent going, hey, I, I want to change your life. I want to get you into your dream home. I want to, like, oh, wow. you just, you need that intensity putting through out into the world and people want to buy from people they look up to. They don't want to buy from people they look straight at or down on. They want to buy from people they look up to, people that can change their life. It's just the truth. But anyways, oh, yeah. so i fired up. That's let's let's
2: I mean. do this. <laughs> you know, keep everything good to go so you're not screwing around on all these different levels. They yeah. look you up on social media. It stalks you. That's just how it is. is. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: Well, the voice that you're hearing right now is Sean Effort. He is back for his second appearance here on Stay Paid. The last time he was on is episode 76, where he told an incredible story. You guys got to go back, listen to this episode. This guy starts off his career in real estate, first of all, in 2008, which is kind of great crazy timing there, with. Sean. <laughs> Out, of Las... <laughs> Out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Doctors then find a Chiari malformation in his brain, which means that his brain was literally like bigger than your skull, which I think you used to yeah. your advantage.
2: Yeah. I got proof
0: now. You, know? you got proof now. Has brain surgery, comes back, grows his business by 20%, goes on to build a team of 10 agents with Simply Vegas Real Estate, creates a coaching platform for agents called Everett Academy, which you can see behind him on the screen if you go check out our YouTube video. And now he's training agents on Google Ads, and we were talking to him on the podcast. He's even adding – you said you're adding a Pinterest uh, training module. Yeah, to your Yeah, we got
2: Pinterest coming out. We got uh, Click Funnels course coming out and then a facebook messenger bot as well coming out so we're pretty much releasing something new every month into the training portal um and then we have another one that's a nevada real estate agent starter pack so obviously we're out of nevada so everybody that wants to get a head start if they're brand new or want to start a team and not have to train all their agents on forms contracts lockboxes, all that stuff we have that as well so that's just for nevada at the moment but everything else is nationwide that's amazing well welcome back and thanks for being here Thank you. Thanks
1: for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, Sean. It's awesome to have you. Hey, give us an overview of Everett Academy, like what it's about, why you're passionate about it. And then, you know, I want to focus on this, you know, podcast on these Google ads. And we were talking before we came on the podcast how no one's real estate agents really aren't. I don't see a lot of them doing Google ads. So I think it's an Awesome opportunity, especially because we said Facebook is really dying, even though it's good from a branding (laughs) perspective, but it's dying from helping real estate agents advertise from an ad perspective. And we can maybe talk about that a little bit, but give us an overview of Everett Academy and then let's dive into Google ads.
2: All right. So essentially I created it just for my team. Uh, Last year we had 18 agents and so it was, it was repetitive. It was the same crap over and over and over that I don't want to tell the same thing 18 times, right? So... I basically formed it just on a WordPress site of all the different things that they need to do, kind of evolved into your, your platform. Um, and then I, I just, I got really good at Google like four or five years ago. And that's kind of been the majority of my business as far as leads and everything coming in. Um, and everybody asked me about it. So essentially what I've done over the last couple of years is just write down all the questions that people have for me. Um, and then I pretty much are building little courses out for them on it. And it got to the point where everybody's bugging me about Google, especially recently with the way that Facebook changed their algorithms. You can't target by like anything: you can't age, gender, um, income, and zip code. You can't can't do it for housing on Facebook. It uh, kind of sucks because that's you, what we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the other side of the coin, is everybody is paying Zillow, Trulia, Redfin, all these all these big third-party sites, and they're paying a fourth for some of these leads. Oh, they you know, really I, are. I did man. it. It's insane. You know, I, I, I have a slide where I did a Google campaign right next to a Zillow campaign the same month. This was like a year, year and a half ago. And I spent $2,800 on Zillow leads to get 32 leads versus I spent $1,000 on Google and got 190 leads. Mm. So, I mean, if you spent the same that I was spending on Zillow on Google, I would have been like 550 plus leads you know what i'm saying right so and wise it just it makes perfect sense for me to be running stuff on google plus if you want to start a team every everybody needs leads a lot of people don't know how to get the lead you know right. and so i just I got sick of everybody getting hammered and said you know what i like to help people so here's a here's a course here's everything that you need to know about google and i have a private facebook group that i drop little extra tidbits and nuggets and stuff like that in to kind of help people out so literally it's it's really just to help people take a take back market share from Zillow and homes.com, all these other big places.
0: So start kind of, I guess, high level maybe, um, or 30,000 foot with Google ads. Cause I'm sure a lot of people hear Google, they think search engine, they don't really think this is somewhere that I can advertise. Explain what yeah. Google ads are in the perspective of a real estate agent, how they work, how the whole bidding thing works, how someone can even uh, start running an ad on Google. Like what What are the steps? What is, what is it?
2: So your first thing is you gotta create your account on your AdWords, which they don't call it AdWords anymore, now it's just Google Ads. So you create your account, then you gotta start a campaign, then an ad group, and then your ads. So it's literally a four-step process of like your basic to get going. Um, the videos that I have lined up, it's literally 22 minutes to watch those and get it going. So we always tell everybody, you can get your ads running in an hour or less if you gotta watch the videos a couple of times, right? So it's the biggest search platform on the freaking planet, right? Um, plus they own YouTube, so I have YouTube marketing in there as well. But essentially it, it, it's the consumer typing keywords and areas to find your ad. So instead of you just running stuff on Facebook that's like a pretty looking house and people are just clicking to look at pretty photos and get ideas for how they want to remodel their kitchen or whatever, they're literally focusing on a specific area, maybe a specific school, anything like that to be able to get their ads in front of the people. So it, it's literally the best way that you can target, especially if you want to be in zip codes, you want to do branding and zip codes. I do a lot of digital farming, which essentially if you have a house, right, that you just sold on, you can actually drop a pin on that and say you want to go a mile out from that location and then just have a just sold display ad that's oh, running that's out awesome. of people. So with mail plus on a digital platform. So it's, it's just, there's so much you can do with it. It's crazy. I have 121 videos in the Google course so what you can do with it is insane um, and then I have lenders using it as well because the biggest problem that we're running into right now is well with lenders a sense is just want to kind of throw you some money call it a day bring me leads right well now I got lenders congrats, drumming up the leads and then passing off hot leads to the agents which then they're just sending all their business because what lenders actually give you qualified oh, leads. Oh yeah man that yeah. is awesome.
1: So I guess you know, when it comes to like budget-wise, one of the things that holds yeah. agents back from advertising a lot of times is their budget. What, what are you finding and what do you recommend when you're building an ad on Google? What do you recommend the budget to be? And then maybe that plays into the type of ad you're running. What type of ads do you actually run for real estate agents?
2: Yeah. So the most the the basic simple one is a search ad, which if you type just about anything in on Google, it's going to pop up. There's going to be search ads. That's like your most basic common one. Um, I like to do uh, responsive ads. And essentially what that means is it is a text ad, but you put in like 15 or 20 different headlines and as many descriptions. I think you can actually go up to four descriptions on that. But basically what it is is somebody types in a certain phrase or a keyword on Google, they're going to grab the best headlines and the best description that matches what they put in and then serve them an ad. So essentially it's way more for you to be able to actually get your ad in front of somebody and in the ad that they want to see, right? So responsive text ads, I absolutely love. Um, And then as far as budget goes, literally when I built this course, I did it on a $5 a day budget. That's 150 bucks. And I think it was like 36 or 37 leads that came in from that. So wow. just to show everybody, like you don't have to spend a lot of money to get the leads coming in. So most of my leads are about five bucks a piece, the conversion. Um, and it fluctuates. So certain days are going to be great. Certain days are going to suck, but sure. it all evens out, you know. But the thing that's cool with Google is and, – and you can do this with Facebook as well. It's a little bit more advanced with Google, though, It's targeting-wise – so if you if you have certain days that just suck or certain hours of the day, you just turn them off during those times. So you can schedule everything out by the day, by the hour. Some people don't work weekends, so they shut them off on the weekend. You know what I mean? Or maybe they don't want calls after 6 p.m. Mm. You know, I like to run my stuff pretty much all the time because I have so many different ads going. I want every opportunity coming in. And we got, I think we're at nine people on the team right now, so I got to feed them.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so, Go ahead.
2: I was gonna say, I'm (laughs) curious. I'm still not sure if I
1: understand the responsive ad. Like, um, so you're talking about like headlines. Like, could you give a little bit more detail there? Like, okay, I want to run a responsive ad right now as a real estate agent. Is that a responsive ad for my listing? Is that for my branding? Like,
2: what what is it? it? What are you doing? So, I like to market to neighborhoods. I like to go more hyper local. Essentially, what I mean by that is smaller areas. Uh, specific long tail keywords like a phrase okay. right so in marketing I'm in Las Vegas so instead of just marketing to all of Las Vegas I would market to smaller neighborhoods okay because the competition level for those keywords is a lot less so essentially if, if you're marketing there's a neighborhood here called Mountain edge if you're marketing to Mountain edge there's a whole bunch of little neighborhoods in there and essentially what you're doing is you're creating ads specific to that area gotcha. right and when they Driving them back to your CRM, your website, wherever your lead capture is, to be able to grab those people. So, and you can do it with listings, you can do it with just about anything. But listings, just solds, anything like that, I highly recommend display ads because it's, it's essentially a picture or flyer that somebody's going to be able to see. So a text ad isn't so hot for like listings or just solds. Kind of gets lost in the mix of things. So I would say the text ads are a little bit more on the lines of hitting neighborhoods, hitting your your farm, essentially, that part of town that you really want to be working in. Um, and then there's certain zip codes and even there's certain cities and states that people are moving, right? Like a lot of people are moving to Vegas from California. So I market in California for people moving here, right? So we do relocation, stuff like that. Um, but the, to answer your question on the responsive ad, it's essentially just a basic text ad. So if you were to type in Las Vegas real estate, you're going to see a bunch of text ads pop up. Right. But the responsive ad You put more headline, which the headline is the first top thing that you see. It's usually hyperlinked in blue. Um, And then you have descriptions as well, multiple. So if the person types in Las Vegas real estate, it's going to grab the best headline and the best description out of the 15 or 20 that you built to give them an ad that fits with what they typed in. Does that make sense? Yep.
0: Nope. That makes perfect sense. So then, you you, okay, m- you brought cool. up display ads a couple times. So obviously, the search ads are when a user goes in, searches for a phrase. You you hopefully are targeting those keywords that the user is searching for. Display ads. Then you mentioned these are pictures. These are could be videos that are retargeting people. That is this, or I guess I should say, is it only retargeting, or are you also then targeting certain demographics that you can plug yeah. into Google? Yeah. So
2: and there's two different things. So you got your display ad, then you got your video ad. Your display ad is going to be a graphic. Right, so that's going to be like if you're just if you're farming, it just sold in that area. That's going to be a, a a flyer or a graphic that you created. I use Canva to do a lot of my graphics. That Great it's just super yep. simple. and then you can actually run that in whatever zip codes you want. Maybe you're doing a brand team or yourself. Anything like that is phenomenal. Now, the video stuff is really really cool because there's not a lot of people doing it. So I know. A lot of people on this podcast, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying it or not, but not a lot of people uh, offer pad, open door, all these big I buyers, right? Um, so if you created a video that says why you should be using a realtor versus, say, one of these iBuyer platforms and how our fees are less when you actually break everything down, like the neighborhood expert, blah, 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 all that, right? You can actually take that video from YouTube and you can mark it, to all of those YouTube channels and videos for the iBuyers so say offerpad, uh, open door, you can be the ad that pops up before anything on their channel. So if somebody goes to watch one of their videos, you know how there's always an ad that pops up? Yep. You can be that ad. It's so, Does That makes sense. Yeah,
1: no, That's it makes fantastic. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people are taking advantage of video ads yet, mainly because they're, they're scared of even getting on video uh, unfortunately. It's too dense to click right now. Right yeah, so that, I think that's a great tip in and of itself is just doing video ads. So I'm curious because so I'm thinking just you know, okay, if I'm a real estate agent, like walk me through, you know Sean, you get a listing, right yourself. Like you're got, gotten a listing. What do you do then ad wise to market that listing? Like what's your process? Because I'm thinking, okay, I want to mimic what's you know you're doing because you're doing really well. like what what's your process for advertising that listing with Google Ads? So
2: our people can know, okay, you got a listing, go try this. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to do videos for that stuff and you're doing your video ads inside Google ads. Cause obviously okay. Google owns you, right? So even if you have still photos, you can create a slideshow from those, any kind of interactive video. There's tons of platforms that allow you to do that. You basically plug in your photos, type some stuff about it. Um, and then you can have a video that you can run a video ad. So what I like to do is I like to hit the entire state of Nevada. I hit California, Utah, um, Arizona, and sometimes I go outside of those, but those are the biggest states for people moving here. And depending on the house, or depending on the time of year, sometimes Florida, because we get a lot of snowbirds from Florida, Interesting. right? Yeah, I like to hit just those surrounding states, and then what happens is every couple of days I go in there, I check the ad, Google's actually going to tell you what are people typing in for your ad to show up, right? What video platforms, what YouTube channels, what websites are your ads popping up on? And then you can either take those away or you can up the budget for those specific websites, YouTube channels, anything like that. So I just I I put a huge net out there and then I start condensing it from there to make sure that the target audience is just like right on point. So like I have a horse property in the northwest part of town right now. So I'm targeting Oh, I'm targeting pretty much the whole west side of the United States on this one because when you're targeting just equestrian horse stuff, you're not going to have as big amount of people as you would with just, say, a, a regular traditional house, sure. right? Especially yep. when that's a bucks. So I'm targeting all the YouTube channels, videos that have to do with equestrian and horse-related things, all the websites. Anybody that has anything to do with horses, equestrian, tack rooms, arenas, Anything like that, that's where I'm going after with that.
1: So I'm curious, um, that like, do you like when you're talking about your marketing to the whole like Arizona, Florida, are you targeting people based upon they're searching for equestrian in Las Vegas, or are you
2: going they're just searching okay, for equestrian? So, um, essentially, it, it's gonna look it's basically gonna be a call to action button. And so right in front of that, I put Las Vegas equestrian property, Las Vegas horse property, right? So that's that's essentially what I'm doing on the ad part of it. Yep. But then everybody surrounding the states is able to see that. So if they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to possibly look at a horse property in Las Vegas, they're going to click on that. Gotcha. And how
1: much are you spending per property usually now that you're marketing?
2: I'm going to say anywhere from like 250 to 500 Okay. And that's like because I really blasted yeah, out you, there. Right. you yep. I mean... You could spend 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and get a really good response. If you're just targeting in town, like say like the digital farming I was talking about, you could you could spend 50 bucks and hit that area real hard because there's not going to be a lot of people there. Your ads are just going to be blasted up.
0: Now, do you only create ads for your listings, or are you creating general like are you doing like lead magnets and other types of things? What other types of conversions do you have set up? Because I know you mentioned click funnels. You mentioned some of the call to actions you have. Is it all listing inquiries or are there other types of leads that you're collecting that you're qualifying later?
2: So the the, le, the less expensive, I guess, you could say, they're going to be targeted at buyers. Because anytime that you're looking at stuff with sellers, that's when you run into the open door, the offer pads, all these big I buyers plus Zillow and everybody else. So you're competing trying to get against them,
0: them on, on Google. You're competing yeah. against OfferPad, right? And what that yeah. means is your cost per...
1: Your cost per click, click is going to is going go, to go skyrocket because they're up. bidding for that
2: there's same keyword. Like, oh, yeah, there's some that are like $35, 40 $50 bucks a click. For Why, somebody you know to I mean? click
0: it, the link, right.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'd rather go play blackjack or roulette. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> That's great. More, probably do better. But um, when it comes to buyers, it's actually really inexpensive. Most of the clicks on your keyword are anywhere from, 20 cents to a dollar 20 right mm-hmm. um and that's like a pretty pretty even range and some of them are going to be averaging at 50 60 cents the thing that's cool though is when you're doing google you can say i want this keyword no more than 50 cents a click this one i'll pay up to 80 cents a click this one 20 cents a click you can really fine tune it like that and see what happens so i like to just throw it out there see what kind of stuff is coming in where's the average number and then fine tune. So how do you how do you get seller leads? So I mainly do direct farming, uh, direct mail, and then I do offline to online stuff. So I set up a lot of a lot of click funnel sites. Uh, So we send like urgent mail, overnight packages, stuff like that. Um, And basically, what we do is we send them to a website that we can capture their information, and it usually has to do with something specific. um, You know, for for sellers, for instance, you know, if we're putting something out there about rates being extremely low. It's a good time to sell to get into that bigger property if you're trying to upgrade, right? Or if they got equity, right? Telling them exactly what kind of equity they got because obviously you can pull that information from any title company in town and then sending them to a website so you're converting them from offline direct mail to Online and then we capture their information and set up an appointment because you can actually set up calendar appointments and stuff like that,
1: too So I mean basically, you know, you're talking about how you send out direct mail, right? And then you get them to a landing page or something like that where you can you know You get the profile of them and you get now contact with them digitally Do you then set up Google Ads to retarget them? To where now they see your ads based upon them responding to your direct mail? Because I know that has worked for, I've talked to agents where they run that
2: strategy and that's been a successful strategy for them. For sure. And there's, there's really two different ways to do it. So you can actually upload like a farm list in there and it's going to be able to grab everybody kind of in the area. Right. And everybody that's that's associated with that farm to be able to market to a similar audience, kind of like how Facebook does it just in a little bit of different way. Sure. Um, Or if you're marketing to a specific zip code, you can always drop a pin right in the middle of that zip code or that neighborhood as far as the location goes and then go a mile, two miles out or just say, hey, I just want this zip code and then just run branding ads at them. Um, And as soon as they click on anything, then you're actually building a retargeting audience right there.
1: Um, Now, when you say upload the form, what do you mean by that? Like you're getting their first, last name, email address, uploading it to Google, and Google's finding them on the web? Or what does that mean when you say? Okay.
2: Yeah. If you pull farm from title, it's going to give you their name, their number, most of the time cell phones, landlines, anything like that. Most of the time emails as well, um, and their address. So you can take that CSV file and upload it, and it's going to grab everybody that's similar to it. And... That's pretty much it. It basically Google will match all of that information up with anybody similar to them and them. Exactly. No, I love that. That's a great, great tip
1: because it is like in real estate. what I have found in you know working with uh, paid ads with real estate agents is that you get two effects. You know you get these top of funnel you know where you're generating leads and maybe if you promote your listing you get buyers that comment on your Facebook ad or you know come to you through your Google ads because they're interested in that property. But more importantly, what you really get is you get this branding effect that makes you look big, and then you're building that mind share. With your clients, and that's why I love. Like in Facebook, you can build that custom audience, and Google, you can obviously do yep. the same, right? Uploading your CV, you know, yep. CSV file or whatever of all your contacts. But now, yep. you you want people to think you're. What's the right word for it? Omnipresent yeah. is the right word. Yeah, you want them to, shot. right? <laughs> yeah, they, they see you everywhere The Grant Cardone. Right yeah, there, man. Exactly, man. I'm trying to be Grant. You know, every day I try to be a little bit more like Grant. I think that's probably terrifying to everybody <laughs> around me but <laughs> I want
2: a jet like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want a jet like Grant Cardone, but it's like omnipresent. It's like they drive out of their driveway and they see your yard sign. They log on to Facebook that you night and they be. see your Facebook ad you have to be the first person right. they think they, of. Right. They see you on Google ads. They get your direct mail piece in the mail and real estate is such a mindshare business. And if you're not understanding what I'm saying by mindshare, what I mean is if they think real estate They better think you. You better be the first person that pops into their mind because that person's going to win. That person who is first is going to win. And so it's like I find that paid ads for real estate agents is such a no brainer because yes, you're generating leads, which will help you pay for the ads, but you're branding yourself like a freaking celebrity. And then at that point, it's just you're building that mind share. And if you just do a little bit of your proactivity where you're just following up with the leads, you're still doing the door knocking, you're still calling your sphere of influence and all that stuff, you'll just see a massive amount of business come in because you're everywhere and you've created this omnipresent yeah. mentality.
2: And you're going to have a lot of these internet leads. They're not ready now. Correct. Right? They're going to be ready down. The road. So you're just filling that funnel up and you're filling that pipeline up and until that thing is overflowing and they start popping out the bottom. And before you know it, you just have consistent business. It's just nonstop. So
0: what else do you need before running Google? Obviously, you need the Google account. You need your website. You have to have some sort of lead capture management. You're talking about now leads well, are um, If you have a CRM,
2: right? Like I, I run Conversion. Um, that's owned by Insight Real Estate said Conversion or KB Core. Yep. Um, uh, there's Sync. There's, uh, gosh, Real Geeks. I mean, there's so many different CRMs out there. As long as it has a lead capture, meaning you can get their name, their email, phone number, Um, you're good to go. So like I run a lot of stuff through ClickFunnels and it's still a lead capture right there as well. So you can actually see what's working through your Google Analytics, which is very easy to install that stuff. It's just a quick little bit of code. But um, yeah, you can actually check all that out and that way you know what to turn off and what to keep going. Are
0: you calling every single lead or do you have some leads that you only capture email address and then you're nurturing them with an email campaign? Yeah,
2: there's actually... I feel like a lot more that come through with an email than it does phone number. But what we're finding is, is we go stalk these people, right? You punch your <laughs> email address. Yeah. You I can get their phone Dan number. On, anything like that. You know, most of the time, if you take their emails and you type them in on LinkedIn, you can actually find a lot of the information or you even type their name in on LinkedIn.
1: It's basically you, your, your Google ads are really serving as a way to get people into the funnel. So you can then nurture them. And then obviously your direct response type ads. So if, you're, if you have a listing and you're running Google ads on, you might attract the actual buyer. So that's more, you know, obviously bottom of funnel because there's direct response. But a lot of times it's really coming in at the top of
2: funnel is what you're finding and you have to nurture them. Correct, yeah. And then if we do have like their address and stuff like that, we can start sending them direct mail, put them on our monthly newsletter, yep. things like that to make we stay in front of them all the time you know like we just did on sunday we just had a huge client appreciation event we rented out the city national arena big big huge room we had about 100 people we ran out the ice skating rink private for our group and so that was our client appreciation thing but we get a lot of those people in through google and other places huh. and then they become our sphere you know what i'm saying yep. and we give back to them that way so you got to get them into the top of the funnel like you're saying with google ads things like that then you nurture them, they come out the bottom of that funnel, they become a deal, they become a friend, they become a client that's going to send you referrals.
1: That, that's the key right there. That's a golden nugget right there. Like that process, if people can grab hold of that process, that's what makes your Google Ads worth it every single day and you'll throw just oh, yeah. more fuel onto the fire because you're, you're nurturing through the, th- thought. Yeah, through the funnel. You've probably heard the term growth hacking, but what does it mean? Simply put, it's about growing your business in a huge way in not so huge amount of time. It's been a way of life for Twitter and other tech companies who've used it for huge success. But while growth hacking isn't some magic formula that will work for all businesses, you can use some of these methods to create scalable growth in your business. To learn more, go to ReminderMedia.com slash growth hacking and download our Relationship Marketer's Guide to Growth Hacking. That's ReminderMedia.com slash Grow hacking. Don't wait. Take action on this today.
0: How are you measuring your success with Google Ads? Like you personally, are you looking at the? <laughs> are you looking at the? Uh, like in our business, we would say you have the CPL, which is your cost per lead. Then you have the CPA, which is cost per acquisition. Like, how are you tracking yep. that as a as an agent? Because the the buying process is so much is so much longer.
2: Yeah. So when we get them into our Google Ads, they go into our CRM, and then we nurture them from there. And I'm one of those like total nerd geeky dudes where I'm like checking that crap every couple hours. Like, all right, did this lead just come in? Did this person call them? And I'm on the phone with the agent. Hey, did you call them in five minutes? They're going to another agent, right? So, or I'll call them myself because be the lead, right? I mean, your conversion rate goes up 400% in the first five minutes. So we nurture them through that system. And then every single deal that comes out the bottom of that funnel, we see where did it come from? How many how many people did we have to get in to get that lead? And then that's essentially our metric right there. So we're, we're seeing everything. Did it come in from mail? Did it come in from Google, YouTube? Where did it come from? And then we know where to focus more of our money. Yeah.
0: It's also the best. I mean, that's the way to reverse engineer your goals. So if you have your sales goals that you want to oh. hit at the end of the year, at the end of the month, whatever it is, that's how you can work backwards for, with every one of those touches. Look at your conversion rate. And then that ultimately drives your budget up front as well. So then you know how much you can spend.
2: Well, and, and on that point too, working your goals backwards, we actually just got this new platform called Cisu, and it literally does that. So you put in your monthly goals, your yearly goals, and then we have it. You know, did everybody do their daily Facebook post? Did everybody? How many dials did you make? How many emails? All this stuff, and then I can track who's doing what. We have leaderboards for each platform. It's oh, that's extremely- awesome! What's the name of that yeah. again? Sisu. So if you go to s i s u . c o, you'll see it there. Yeah, that's awesome. They cool. do demos. It's, for, it's sick, man. And you can do push notifications, the whole theme through it. It's the coolest thing that I've been able to do as far as practice goes and keeping track of who's doing what every day. If they come to me and they don't have deals, well, if you're not doing anything, that's exactly why you don't have deals. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. No, no, I think that's awesome. I'm going to check that out myself. Last question for you for me would be, it seems like a lot of work to manage Google ads, (laughs) right? And if I'm a real estate agent or insurance agent, financial advisor listening to this, yeah, how do you find the time? And it seems like you have to look at the results and then tweak it. It's like, is it a daily thing you look at? What type of time are you spending a week on this? And does somebody need a full-time
2: person to do this? Okay, so some people actually have an assistant that takes care of their stuff. I have multiple people that their assistants actually the ones that set up everything for them and got their ads running. But I spend maybe five minutes a day. I just get in there, I see what keywords are coming in, I either add them or exclude them, and just make sure that the budget's staying where it needs to be. So I mean, it doesn't doesn't take much once you get it up and going. So the the biggest part is fine tuning it to where you know exactly where your audience is and where you're going. And as soon as you do that, I mean, it's it's essentially a piece of cake timing wise. It's not going to take you that long really so five
1: minutes a day i mean so i think a lot of times when we look at technology it's just the thought of it that scares us it's the setup yeah the I mean, setup yeah. that scares you yeah. where it's really five minutes Dude, a take evening. a weekend correct lock yourself in, in an office yeah watch sean's yeah. course Yep. get in there and set up yeah. your google account and you said video clicks were costing you two cents a click i mean think about that
2: yeah. two cents a click that's insane and, yeah, and I, that's I have some people ridiculous that there's stuff up for them you know because they don't want to mess with it, they want to go straight to the maintenance part of it instead of the building part of it, you know. So, I, I do help some people out with that as well. But, I mean, it's so good to know this stuff because pretty soon Zillow and all these sites are going to 35% referral fees. And then, mm. how, how are you going to make any money? You know what I'm yep. saying? So, it's really, I think, important to know this stuff.
0: Well, tell people how they can find your course and uh, get started. T- check that out.
2: Yeah, it's Everett Academy. But I did a little something special just for stayed paid yes. today. Um So, it's Liberty Academy. So there's going to be a new course that drops every month, and like I said, there's a private Facebook group that you have access to um, to ask questions and stuff. So, um, I put together a follow-up playbook, and essentially, that's a, a good way for people to have a good head start on following up, making sure they have some scripts, things like that. So, um, I'm gonna do a free follow-up playbook. I'm gonna do a seven-day free trial for everybody so everybody has a week for free before they get charged. That's awesome. All right. I usually do fifty bucks a month, so forty-nine ninety nine, but for stay paid, I'm gonna do 10 bucks off, so $39.99 a month. Um, again, you do have to put your credit card in, but you're not gonna be charged until after that seven-day free trial. So if you get in there, you like it, great. If you don't, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. Um, but all you have to do is you actually text stay paid, all one word, no spaces, so stay paid and text it to 702-710-8890. So again, that's stay paid, all one word, no spaces, to 702-710-8890. So that'll get you the free follow-up playbook, a seven-day free trial, and then $39.99 a month. So you'll see when you get in there, it's going to be a couple of steps in the text, and it's an auto-texting that goes out. Um, and then you're going to have access to, it's actually a ClickFunnels site, so you can get your free follow-up playbook. That's what you put your information in first. Then it takes you to the offer page of where you're gonna check out for the $39.99. Dude, love that, yeah, man. man. Awesome, thanks, man. Sean.
0: Yeah, thank you for doing that. Make sure to do that. Text stay paid Absolutely. to 702-710-8890. We're gonna have all that information yep. and everything that Sean mentioned in the show notes. So head over to staypaidpodcast.com. Find Sean's latest episode. We'll have all that information in there as well. Sean, thanks again for coming on. Stay paid and and walk us through those tips and tricks for Google Ads. Uh, If you're interested in supporting the show, there are two ways we ask you to do that. Yes. Well, there's going to be three. Four ways. Go check out Sean's stuff. Yes. Come on. Check out Sean's (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But Sean will then say like, man, I had so much success coming on Stay Paid's podcast. He's going to tell everybody. We're going to have people knocking down the door, wanting to get on the podcast, sharing tips and tricks with you guys, and giving you free stuff. Yes. Dude, that's a win win. That's a win win win. I love it. It's like eight wins in that. <laughs> I love it. But the second way is gonna be to rank win- us a eight Go, wins. Head over to iTunes, throw us a five star rating, and then the best way is to tell a friend about Stay Paid. Here's the thing. If you don't tell someone about the podcast today, we're gonna have to start running Google ads. Quite frankly We're gonna have to retarget. <laughs> Stay <you>.
2: paid podcast
1: <laughs>
0: does not have the budget to spend even two cents on a click.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. not giving Josh any money. And he's like, no, no. So spread the word so we can... Uh, so, other give people can...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so others can learn about people like Sean, his course, and all the amazing guests we have here on the podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com or find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike,
1: And I'm Luke Aker, guys. And the action item for me is really easy and simple on this one. It's Look, if you're not doing Google Ads, you need to. And I always love it when I hear that you can literally do these pay-per-click ads. You can do these paid ads for literally less than a cup of coffee a day. So today, get your Google AdWords account set up. Get in there. Set yourself up a campaign. And the simplest one to do is get your farm list or get your sphere of influence and run a branding ad run a simple branding ad in your community, you know, go to Sean's Academy, he'll teach you how to do it in all his videos, but run a simple branding ad yep. and just watch how, and you'll see this in your sphere of influence. When you set it up correctly, it's like I, I've shared this story before, my brother, he walks into his local bank and the bank teller knows him. And he's know. like, I've never met this teller before in my life, but she knows him because she sees his <laughs> Facebook ad, she sees his sign, she gets his mailers. So all this stuff, that's what you're trying to create, you're trying to create this omnipresence. All of you who are listening to this are thinking, ah, it's too complex. I can't do it. It's not true. You'll find that's like Josh said. It might take you a couple hours to get it set up. That will be some of the best hours that you spent because then you can literally spend five minutes a day branding this google ad or getting this google ad branding your serve influence to you and you'll see once you create this omnipresence type mentality in your business that's where the referrals start coming because you're really getting known you're really getting known out there in the community so remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry we've worked in is top producers take action so take action on that today